Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. I can't wait to be there the day she cuts that ribbon. Oh, I know. I feel like it's going to be a very emotional day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can't imagine working on anything other than raising kids for 20 years. (laughs) You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. You've likely heard Raleigh has over 200 parks, 100 miles of Greenway, and is developing the last great city park in America at Dix Park. But what you might not know is we now have a tiny park, a skate park, and a whitewater park coming. With me today to talk about outdoor fun is Associate Editor Lauren Crookton. Lauren, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. I know. It's been a while since you've been on. I know. Well, I'm excited to talk about parks. I think Raleigh has a lot of great parks and green spaces, and that's one of my favorite things about the city. It is. And none of us like to talk about the lockdown during COVID. But for many of us, getting outside, hiking, running, walking, biking was the only way we didn't lose our minds. And especially for those of us who went to the gym daily. I know I was a six day a week body pump girl. And when my gym closed, that was that was life changing. It was, yeah, for me too. Like I went to the gym every day and it was so crazy to like not be able to go to the gym anymore. I tried to do like at-home workouts. <sighs> Terrible. Bought weights. <laughs> tried body pump yeah. on YouTube and went, no oh way, my no gosh. How. I was doing so many like TikTok workout videos. I don't think any of them worked. No, but the yeah, whole, did spend a lot of time outside. Yeah. But that was the thing. We realized how important those spaces were to us. Mm-hmm. And I and I also think we proved it with the park bond last November. Yes. Raleigh Yates voted $275 million park bond to help continue to grow our parks, realizing how important this space is. But I will tell you, never did I think that this cute little baby park, <laughs> tiny park that that is coming and actually the the ribbon cutting um, happened just a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So Dix Park, which is Raleigh's largest park, largest urban park, they say, is opening Raleigh's smallest park, which I think is the cutest tagline. <laughs> but um, it's literally this like patch of grass right by Roast Grill that there's a mural there um, by Gabriel Ang Goetz. Something I like definitely that. 
butchered that. Yeah. But um, Close they enough. had another artist, uh, Katie Stewart, who kind of expanded on this mural and added all these cute little structures. There's like some mushroom seating these little mushroom seating. I so love cute. the mushrooms. They're so cute. <laughs> and if you don't know where this is, think of State of Beer right off of Hillsborough Street and Rose Grill. It's, it's tucked between those. Yeah. Very, very small, literally like patch of grass. But it's neat. Check it out. And my understanding from some other sources around the city is that you're going to see a lot of these little pocket parks pop up, tiny little areas. Yeah, I think it's a cool use of the city. And I think it was really cute during the ribbon cutting. They they did like little ribbon with like little scissors (laughs) and a little shovel. (laughs) Little tiny park. Yeah. I just, I like the idea because a lot of times in cities and, and we see it here, you have a great building here and a great building here and all this. And then all of a sudden there's just this empty nothing and we don't want more parking lots, even mm-hmm. though we love parking. We don't want more just empty space like that. So this is a great use of it. Yeah, definitely. You and Melissa were just out at Dick's Park for kind yes. of Dick's Park 101. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it was exciting. We met with uh, Janet Cowell. Yes, thank you. <laughs> She's amazing and She's hilarious so as hell. She's so cool. She's so funny. I love her. I hope she listens to this and knows how much we love her. <laughs> but, yeah, she's one of our— uh, women shaping Raleigh. But yes, we met with her and a bunch of other people from the Dix Park Conservancy and kind of got the rundown of what they're planning. Um, so there are a couple things that we can't share yet, but stay they're planning tuned. a couple. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. They're planning a couple um, like food and beverage concepts. There's rumblings of kind of like a pop-up type deal for beer maybe. Um, and then they have some other sustainability efforts. So I think it's going to be really cool and exciting. I think it, it the park is so big. And I and huge. It, I did not realize how big it was. Yes, and I'm, and I think when you think of a park and people talk, we're talking about developing it. People don't often know what that means. What are you going to do? Put a slide in? You yeah. got to put in another dog park? What, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think they have grand plans of lots of things that make it um, event friendly. And also, if you're just out there on a Sunday and want to have a beer as you walk around, or mm-hmm. so I think they have lots of great plans. It's not going to happen overnight. The property's huge. Yeah. But you and I both were out there and didn't see each other Saturday because we yeah. did the run for love. Mm-hmm. And you know, Trophy and Runology do such a great job hosting events out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a perfect place. They raised $40,000 yeah, um, for the LGBT Center. And, I mean, there were um, over 1,700 people out there running. But the park is such a great place for that. It didn't mm. interfere with anyone who still wanted to use the park for whatever else they wanted to yeah. do. I did notice that. There was a lot of people that were still kind of like picnicking or just like sitting around. But um, I will say there was a lot more hills than I thought there was going to be. I was like, oh, usually these runs are like flat. No. 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 <laughs> I did it. I, I did their July 4th run, which I don't remember the name of it, a couple of years ago. Hot, humid, sure it was 100 oh, degrees gosh, and 150% yeah, humidity if possible. And I thought I was going to die. It's, yeah. it's, it's hilly. I'm not a runner, but it was fun. Um, but it is such a great space. Mm-hmm. And you saw how close it is to Trophy Maywood. Yeah, so they had their after party there, and it's completely walkable. We par- I parked at uh, the farmer's market, and it's literally all right there, kind of like within a mile or so of each other. And you've been to Dream—I mean, you've been to Dreamville out there and saw how they activated it for that. Right, yes. And I we, I think part of what we ran past was that big field. Yes. I could be wrong. Yeah, but I'm pretty I, sure you did. Yeah, and— um, I was like, I cannot believe that Dreamville was here. Like, it's insane to think that one weekend it was this whole large music festival, and then the next weekend it was just this field. Yeah. 
Yeah. I haven't been out there for Dreamville. I'm fascinated to see how they activate. Gotta come next year. I know. I know. <laughs> I need to. But I think that that part of that, just like you said, you didn't realize how big it was. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things I'd love to see us do over the next year is to figure out how to do, you know, we love to do sort of pullouts and things people can hang mm-hmm. on to. I don't think people know how necessarily the best ways to use it, like all the different entrances mm-hmm. and where you can walk to from there. Um, yeah, I remember asking them how many entrances there were, and I was like, oh, two or three, and I think they said there was like four to six. Yeah, I, I didn't. a lot. I usually, and if it's like a lot of things, you know, once you have one way you go in, exactly. you do it the that's, same way the yeah, whole time. Yeah, that's like the only way. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be nice to pull that out, because I also think there's a, there are a lot more bathrooms out there than people realize. Yeah. And as they add things— like, yeah, all the activations. The I know the Gibson Park play area is mm-hmm. going to be a big thing, which is. is a playground, basically. It is. But um, there's some other houses that I know they're turning into some cool The Flower things. Cottage is the one. That, yeah. The Flower Cottage. That's where yeah, you were. That's where we lunch. were, which yeah. was really nice. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Well, and as this is airing, the July 4th fireworks for the city will be at Dick's Park this year. They announced yes. it's not going to be downtown or at the fairground. It's going to be at Dick's Park. Yeah, that's super exciting, too. I think it's a good central location. Yeah. And obviously, they'll be able to fit a lot of people oh, out there. Yeah, and it's got it plenty of parking. It, make, it makes, it makes sense. better sense than everyone <laughs> trying to cram downtown yeah. or out at the fairgrounds. Exactly. I think that makes much better sense. Mm-hmm. The other really cool one, because as, as you're listening to this, um, they're about to cut ribbon cut on Skate Raleigh's Park. Yes, the Conlon Family Skate Park, which is what it broke ground in March. Yeah. You know, this is—so Steve Magano um, is sort of the the driving force. He and his son, Adrian, behind this. And Steve and I have gotten to be good friends over uh, over the last couple of years. And I remember him reaching out and sharing the idea he had been taking his son on college trips— and his son you know, carries a skateboard everywhere they travel. Mm-hmm. And they had been in, in California, and they'd been in New York, and you know, all over with great skate parks. And he was saying, I wish we had one of these here. I wish we had one of these here. And all the while, that piece of land, which everyone calls Devereaux Park, we don't know if— I think it's going to be called Smoky Hollow Park, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure that's the official name yet. It's probably—but it had been dubbed that for a while. Mm-hmm. But it— but no one wanted—the city didn't have money allocated for it. No one was stepping up to do it. Yeah. And and Steve just saw the potential there. If you've seen the Apex Skate Park, you have a sense of what we're talking about. But this is—it's located on—between Capitol Boulevard and Peace Street. It's on Northwest Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, literally, as you are driving into downtown, it's on your right. And it was this vacant— Eyesore. Yeah, just like a slab of cement, basically. Exactly. And and there was nothing they could do. The city had even talked about there was nothing they could proceed on and do in a grassy green park mm-hmm. because they'd have to dig all that up right. and actually see what was underground and mm-hmm. then have to go from there. And so this, they have signed a two-year deal with the city for a temporary skate park. And it's really designed for, for obviously, skateboarders, but there's scooters, roller skates, roller blades, BMX bikes, mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's exciting. We did a photo shoot out there with um, the Conlon family and Steve and his son. It was really neat to have them stand in the foreground and then be able to see the skyline of the mm-hmm. city. It's going to bring something sort of edgy and and fun, and 
it's just something different for the city, unlike anything else we have. Yeah, definitely. And I do think the location is cool, that the skyline is right there, and it's literally right off of Capitol. Oh, yeah. I, and I I don't know if you can get off Capitol and go right to it, right? You can. Okay. You okay. can. There's one street, and you yeah. turn, it cuts through, and there was plenty of parking. Mm-hmm. Um, the one in Apex, I have so many friends who've driven their kids every Saturday and every Sunday from North Raleigh to Apex. And the mom would either sit on the ground and read a book or, and so Steve has grand plans for a place for, you know, sitting and watching. Or I told someone, I said, if if I had half a brain, I would be buying a piece of property on Northwest Street and putting in a coffee shop or a wine Mm. shop for all those moms who are going to be hauling their kids over there. Yeah. Or you can walk over to Cardinal. You walk to the Cardinal. (laughs) You sure can. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive text by texting the word village to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the Patent Law Certificate Program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at (laughs) law.campbell.edu. Well, you know, and Rainbow Luncheonette just announced that um, they've extended their hours from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes, that's very exciting. And then they're doing the steak dinner. Yes. Every night they're open. Every night. I know. So it's... I think they kind of saw the writing on the wall, maybe. Yeah. But it is. I think skate parks are a neat thing because it's not one gender. It's not one race. It's not one socioeconomic. And it's a low threshold. These are all, I mean, skateboarding or scooters are a pretty low threshold for someone to start mm-hmm. and learn how to do it or get into the sport. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it, and it, let's face it, it's better than sitting behind a computer, as you said today. Right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think like kids don't have a lot of opportunities to get outside and do something like that. So it's kind of nice that they can take a break from their phones and have this little park for them to yeah. skateboard in and well, stuff. It, I was with the mayor who said, you know, I know it's a, a two-year lease, but I could see this being long-term. And I, you know, I- I was going to ask I, you if you thought it might turn into something permanent. I really hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if because the, the plan is to run the greenway right through it, which makes logical sense. Mm-hmm. I think if we get this in place and it's used by lots of kids, I also think it'll be a draw yeah. for people who are traveling with their kids. Yeah, that's a really good point, I too. Because, I mean, what other, like, kid-friendly activations are around there? Not many. Not many. I yeah. mean, you've got marbles for the littler kids. But, right. you know, really for teenagers, it, it kind of br- it makes it more of a drawing card. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. But I love the we were talking about this. This is the this is the the timeline I like for projects. What he told us about it in October and it's opening in July. It's almost unheard of. I mean, <laughs> to raise the money, 
and to to get the door. Now, again, they didn't have to construct a whole lot to get it done. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's true. But the water park, on the other hand, has been a long project process. Yeah. So the Noose River Park, which we wrote about in our May issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Um. So Elizabeth Gardner, who is a meteorologist at WRAL got this idea for a whitewater park center uh, on the Noose River 20 years ago, and she's been working on it ever since, which is insane. I love it that she, I mean, she and her husband were actually out in Colorado, Mm -hmm. and she shared a photo with us of them on, and she kept thinking, why can't we have this? Why can't we have this? Why can't we do this with the Noose River? And she made some good points. I love biking um, mm-hmm. cycling from this spot on the Noose River. And it's it's up, I guess, Falls Dam. Yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's right. I was trying to think dam. of the right locator to give. But but she was like, you know, there's really no way to get into the water easily mm-hmm. for kayakers or for tubing or even people who want to swim. It doesn't – so that's part of what she wanted to make that whole water more accessible. Yeah, so when I interviewed her, we actually went to the park, and I am embarrassed to say that I've never been over there before. <laughs> um, I bet you've been back. It's really nice out yeah, there. Yeah, she was like, oh, you should go running here. So I haven't yet, but I will. <laughs> but you can go all the, on it. I know I divert attention for a second, but you can go all the way from there to Clayton. Yeah, you should, that that's what line. she was saying. And mm-hmm. and I think the, the Mountains to Sea Trail kind of connects at some point over there, too. But um, yeah, anyway, we were walking up and down the greenway, and she was taking me down kind of like the trails that, like the man-made trails that people had made mm-hmm. to get down to the river. And I almost fell on my ass a couple times. <laughs> I was wearing boots because I did not expect yeah. to be trudging through the woods. But, <laughs> but, it, but um, it is, and there's no easy access No, points. and especially if you have like a tube or like a kayak, there's no easy way to get in and out. Well, if you know Elizabeth, and I've known Elizabeth, um, we actually were interns in college at no way. the ABC affiliate in Greensboro. Oh, um, she wasn't in, wasn't on the weather path at that point, and so we've known each other a very long time. Mm-hmm. And she's a force. When she decides she has an idea and wants to get something done, she finds a way to do it. I mean, but yeah. this is 20 years. I don't know that I have the kind of patience. No, she definitely has some tenacity to keep, like, pushing through. But the good news is, I mean, so literally she came home. She and her husband came home with photos and an idea. They put together a committee in mm-hmm. 2003, um, started raising money to get basically figure out what the cost would be, mm-hmm. what it would take to do this, and then raised the first 150000 to do a feasibility study, mm-hmm. and that was in 2012. She told me that the price of the park at that time was going to be $200,000, and I was like, what a steal. <laughs> I yeah. think now it's I, at like $1.5 million yeah. or something. It, uh, But it's incredible. And, I mean, I know mm-hmm. the, the plan – I mean, obviously, the pandemic halted process again. Right. But her project is part of – the $275 million park bond. And mm-hmm. so, and it's one of the projects that's to be started this year. Yeah, so I think the next part of the plan, they're they're going to do a master plan, which they're going to, you know, hire. I think it's going to be like a bid type thing where people right. are going to be able to bid on who's going to do it. And then I think they might do another feasibility study um, because right now the plan is to do three rapids, um, with three different access points. And then, um, but she was like, you know, that might change depending on what the new master plan is. 
Uh, and then they'll obviously have public input. And then there's construction, which you said won't take long. But I think ultimately it's probably still going to be another four to five years. But still, she can see light at the end of the tunnel. I know. Finally. I mean, <laughs> well, that was what was funny. So when I ran into her at the groundbreaking for the skate park and I was coming, how fast it's moving, and she was just rolling her eyes. She was talking to Wake County <laughs> Commissioner Sig Hutchinson. and Because Sig, Sig is a huge proponent of our parks mm-hmm. and our Greenway. And his, he and his wife every weekend are out riding on the Greenway in the parks. And he laughed. He goes, don't talk to her about timetable. <laughs> he said, you know, the fact that she stayed with it as long as she has. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by the three rapids and how those will work. Mm-hmm. Well, I know a part of it, I think they just have to, I honestly think they just have to put in like rocks mm-hmm. and then that helps create the rapids. Um, yeah, there's going to be like three big ones that people can ride. And then towards the end, which I think is really exciting, is there's going to be like a kind of an old-fashioned swimming hole. Mm-hmm. So you'll have an access point to actually get down there and, you know, kids and everyone can actually go swimming. Well, it also um, allows for tubing. So if, you right. know, you mm-hmm. see all these places in Asheville and places around there where you just, you know, whole families, mm-hmm. groups get out and tube all day and yeah. sit. And that, that to That's me, looks so fine. exciting. And I don't—you don't really have access to do that now. No. Um I, I mean, it's pretty cool. I, you know, it's people were like, do we really need more parks? And what I loved about the park bond is the money that was part of that has really been allocated in almost every part of our city, from Dix Park mm-hmm. to North Raleigh to West and Southeast Raleigh. There are parks that are being developed out of that. So everyone's getting a piece of the pie. Yeah, she she did make a point about that, that this is kind of like in North Raleigh. So it'll... It'll show some love to that area, which is exciting. It is. And it's, it's it's a little bit outside of downtown. But I, one of her points was that, like, oh, people say that Raleigh doesn't have a river because it's not going through the city, like, you know, Austin or whatever. But it's there. It's just yeah. a little trek. Well, yeah. I mean, it beats—I mean, drive there 20 minutes instead of getting in the car and driving to Asheville or somewhere further yeah, away. I mean, it, exactly. it's just a 20-minute drive. Yeah. Plenty of parking. Exactly. It's a, you know. I mean, it's yeah. a great place if you don't want to be in the water to ride your bike, to run, push your stroller, whatever mm-hmm. it is you want to do. It's beautiful. It really it's is. It's so pretty out there. And there are a lot of access points. It's not like you just have to go all the way to North Raleigh. There are some access points right. with, um, all along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really cool. And I um, I can't wait to be there the day she cuts that ribbon. Oh, I know. I feel like it's going to be a very emotional day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't imagine working on anything other than raising kids for 20 years. So. <laughs> okay, a couple of rapid-fire questions. Favorite Raleigh Park? I would have to go with—well, I used to live in West Raleigh, so I would go to the NCMA Park all the time. Mm-hmm. Good spot to run, though it is pretty hilly. Uh, I always used to—during the pandemic, I would go and picnic there a lot, actually. You're a picnicker. I'm a big picnicker. <laughs> yeah, Melissa and I got called out. <laughs> we both went, we're, we're not really picnickers. We're not much on sitting in the dirt and eating. We, That's why you bring a blanket. Well, I, you know, literally, <laughs> you we just mean sitting on the ground. You know, it's like, so our our story about the picnickers, who, uh, the husband and wife team who are flying. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. They have. Uh, they want to change our opinion about picnics, and so they want us to come picnic. Ooh, exciting! I will probably say I I love Noose River Park. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. up there a lot riding my bike, but I probably spend more time at Shelley. 
Okay. than anywhere else. And that's because that's kind of the common spot between all my girlfriends. And we yeah. meet there every Saturday and Sunday morning and do a five or six mile walk or a run. Yeah, you know, we that's try a to, good one too. And I like walking For there. us, we like meeting there. Yeah. It makes getting nice to brunch one. easy. <laughs> I love all that. Right, so you're originally from Virginia. Um, and I also know your mom lives in Georgia. So mm-hmm. do you have a favorite park in those areas? Well, we were actually talking, you're talking about tubing down the mm-hmm. noose. And there is a cool place to tube uh, by my mom's house. But I would have to say my favorite park outside of the state is probably Great Falls, which is in northern Virginia where I grew up. And it's just really a lot of waterfalls, yeah. which I'm a big fan of waterfalls. Um, and people do go like whitewater kayaking down it, but they're like, I mean, like class five or six, whatever the highest one is, like they're Aren't insane. Aren't you sweet? You like waterfalls <laughs> and picnicking. <laughs> and long walks on the beach. <laughs> You're just a guy's dream. I know. Um, you know, I am a huge, and I'm sure somebody's going to at me and say, oh my God, it's changed so much. I love Piedmont Park in Atlanta. And oh. I haven't been there in years, mm-hmm. um, but when I lived in Atlanta, it was my favorite place. I love the Piedmont Park um, Art Festival. And, I mean, there was always a music festival. There's always something going on. It was just one of my favorite places. I have a great story for another day about getting hit in the face, uh, learning how to rollerblade out there. Oh, my God. And ended up in the <laughs> hospital. But, oh, but no. it was such a great place. Yeah, um, I've been there one time, but it was a while ago. Yeah. They do that one big music festival there still every year. They do. It's on my bucket list. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.